Hey, everyone, and welcome to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by DraftKings. This week, if you place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and they come through for you, you're going to go home with $200 in free bets. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lindsay Smith. I feel like that was a sarcastic you can laugh. Just feel, you can just feel the heat emanating I know. from this. I'm trying, I'm trying to bring some life to you guys. Gerald Borgay, how are you? Welcome. I'm all right. How about you, Lindsay? <laughs> okay. Did you just call us attractive? Is that what the heat from this side of the room was? That's right. All right, good. That's, That's right. Espo bringing the heat in oh, multiple boy. ways. And, of course, Saul Bookman. I love how you say the best for last. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> She just forgot you. Yeah. No, never. Well, um, I feel like our tip topic could be a little bit of group therapy. Let us know in the comments how you're feeling about how everything kind of panned out over the last 48 hours. Guys, I know we're going to talk about it here. Yeah. They've already gotten started in, they the, have, in the comments. And I, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> Wasted no like, time. I understand. Everyone's feeling some type of way right now. And yeah. as well, the they should. Oh. As how, well, they should. How are you feeling? Hot. I'm I'm wearing my cash consideration shirt to let you uh, at least start to tell you how I'm feeling. This is, we knew, I think we all had a pretty good idea this is where we were coming to. I don't think we expected McHale to get done if DA didn't get done. And that is part of the biggest concern to me because now, now you got a guy like we talked about looking at, uh, at his, at his front across the locker room going, well, you valued that guy enough to get, get his contract done and you don't value me there's lots of concerns here we'll get into all of them i'm sure and uh, there's there's a big need for therapy in son's world right now i i it's it's almost like da got punished for the first two years of his career um fair or not he didn't live up to the expectations that everybody had for, for him as the number one pick and it doesn't help when you have a guy that you know, five other teams passed up to draft and Luka Doncic, who is basically an all NBA player now. And so when you when you're looking at those two specifically, and I feel like this is probably where the powers that be made this decision and said, why is DA not worth it is because that two month run during the NBA playoffs wasn't good enough to justify paying him the max because any other reasoning would tell you that he does, especially based on market value. And that's where everybody's going to go is that MPJ got paid. And so did all these other players that probably didn't do as much as DA did in the, in the playoffs. And that's where you want your best players to play best is in the playoffs when the games are on the line and everything means the most. And DA did that didn't get rewarded. These other dudes did. I don't know what, what happens to DA. And I'm just saying from my perspective, as somebody who who has felt from time to time maybe underappreciated in their own career field, like it makes you feel a certain kind of way. And if you've never been in that position, then yeah, I'm sorry. But <laughs> dude, it's 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 a legit problem mm-hmm. uh, to try and hurdle. Look, the MPJ thing though, mm. we got to be careful. That's not a fully guaranteed max. It's not that right. Gerald, I'm correct there. No, I think the last year is only partially guaranteed or something yeah. like that. But it's the the raw like basic figure that you're going to look at is that 207.1 million, 
And that's the issue here is Aiton's people were right to hold out for a max and the Suns unfortunately did not rise to meet his market value. I still think it would have been just in a vacuum. Yes, maybe a slight overpay to give Aiton the max. And I think that's the hard line that the Suns took. I don't think they should have done that, though, given what everyone else was making, given what they asked him to do last season and given how well he did that last season and how much it rewarded the team. I think now you're looking at a situation where you've got a guy who already wanted to do a little bit more on offense this year, who already wanted to prove a little bit more this year that he could take on a bigger offensive role. And now you couple that with a guy who didn't get paid, who didn't get rewarded for the part he played in that finals run. And yes, it is a little bit concerning about where his headspace is going to be. And I, and I think we should note that if anyone can handle this situation well, it's guys like Monty, it's guys like Chris Paul. It's a team like this. But the fact that we're even having to put them in that situation sucks. Like it shouldn't be their responsibility to manage the on-court play and the off-court you know, cloud that's going to be looming overhead all season long. I don't think the Suns are in danger of losing Aiton. I think if they want to keep him, obviously he's a restricted free agent, so they can keep him if that's what they want. But by not extending your number one pick, it sends a bad message, especially after you passed on Luka Doncic. We, there's also uh, our guy Flex from Jersey, who we hope is going to be on today at some point, uh, is taking a lot of heat for you know his comments in terms of Aiden and, and all the things that are coming about. And I wanted to throw you guys a curveball mm-hmm. and invite our guy John Voida into the chat from the jam session who does a great job because John Voida put out a tweet today to basically defend our guy flex. John, the floor is yours. What do you think about what flex has done and this whole situation entirely? Oh, well, you know, first and foremost, thank you guys for having me on. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Uh, I feel bad for flex just because so many people tend to go down the negative route anytime that opportunity presents itself. And flex has been a beacon of oppor- of opportunistic uh, points of view for not only uh, the Phoenix Suns, but during this whole offseason. And he just gets trashed anytime anybody says anything uh, remotely against, you know, if DA doesn't sign, it's tra- it's it's, you know, bad information from flex, you know, f- leave flex alone people you know let just let it go you know make make like uh some disney movies and just let it go because he's done a great job <laughs> of providing us with some uh some insight that we don't normally have privy to some of that information and you know what it's not always a hundred percent so you know it's unfortunate that deandre ayton didn't get his bag today i think that we were all kind of looking forward to it uh but you know what thank god for uh for us podcasters it's going to be a season full <laughs> of content so so thank you for that, Robert Sarver. We appreciate John, it. John, we have a rule on the show. If you reference uh, if you reference Frozen, you actually have to sing you it. You have to sing so, it, dude. That's yeah. just a, come on, buddy. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> okay, That's okay, all I know. Enough. All right. Yeah, and we can let we can let Voida go now as well. No, uh, uh, look, man, I'm I'm right there with you in terms of uh, we've seen how toxic that uh, that Twitter in general. Can get, and I don't think it's it, it's fair to pile on uh, a guy that's providing information. But one of the criticisms that that he was taking was that he was it's it seemed that he was defending Robert Sarver. Now I never thought that, but overall, what are your thoughts on, on the way all this was handled? I'm interested in in your perspective, as you always have a, a unique perspective on, on this kind of stuff. What do you think about the way 
DA's uh, lack of an extension was handled. It sucks. You know, obviously from the outside looking in, you want this organization to be what it's become, Uh, you know, a culture of, hey, come here. Not only will you be in a situation in which you're going to be coached by a fantastic coach and be a part of uh, a great organization and a culture that, you know, three years ago was the bottom of the barrel in the NBA. You know, this kind of goes against that narrative that James Jones has built over the past three years. So it definitely sucks. But, you know, at the same time, I'll, I'll, I'll see it from all angles. You know, it is a business. I think JaVale McGee mentioned that on Media Day, how, you know, you have to kind of separate what you think versus, uh, you know, the business side from the playing side. And although it, it you know, I really wish they would have got the deal done, uh, but I can see both sides of it. I can see the Phoenix Sun side of it as well from a business decision standpoint. You know, this is DeAndre Ayton, who a year ago, we didn't know if he had the motor. We didn't know if he could provide consistency. If you go back and you look at last year, I mean, there's a reason why on the Suns Jam session, we did Ayton watch after every game because you didn't know if he was going to bring it every night. Now, obviously, the last taste that's in our mouths is the entire playoff run. And you're like, well, okay, he clearly earned his money in that time. As Saul mentioned earlier, he clearly earned his money in that time. But if you're a, a business and you're looking at your organization and you go, okay, I've got a guy who only really performs when it matters, not the rest of the time. You know, when all the eyes are on him, you know, do you necessarily want to max that guy out? Again, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I think that DeAndre definitely should have received his money, but I can see both sides of it. I can see the business side of it, if you will. You know, you look at PHNX as an organization, right? You know, let's say that you have two podcasts that are just fantastic. You're, you're creating all the content. You're bringing all the people in, right? Are you going to go to like the worst podcast? Not the worst podcast, but like the third or fourth podcast and just be like, yo, we're going to pay you the same as everybody else. In the business world, it doesn't necessarily make sense. John, are you asking for a job? <laughs> I'm applying. Okay. I'm applying. I'll, I'll be the next, next podcast. <laughs> Uh, well, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I didn't have anything. Do you guys have any questions for John? Are you guys good? I mean, I have a question for the entire group because we've talked about this a couple times, but what is the we've talked about the worst case scenario of what could happen if DeAndre Ayton didn't get his contract extension? What realistically do we actually think is going to happen this season? This is what I think is going to happen this season. I think DA is going to be bothered by this for the first couple months, and it's going to take him a little bit to to kind of snap out of whatever. I think game one he's going to ball out. I do think game one. But after that, you know, he kind of comes back down to earth, and he, he feels a certain type of way, and then he's going to get over it, and he's going to, he's going to play great. And they're going to get to the playoffs again, and he's going to show what he could do. And I just – I don't know how – DA remains a Phoenix Sun after the next two seasons. I just can't see a path because if you feel this resentment already, like, hey, in the NBA of all leagues, stars force their way out. And DA could very well do that. I don't I don't share that same concern. I think my biggest concern is how it affects the upcoming season because we've heard a guy that wants more shots to shoot more threes. We've also heard Monty refer to Mikhail Bridges as more of a third option this year. And if those two things clash, then you start to have maybe some resentment, especially when one guy got paid and the other didn't. I think the Suns were right to lock up Mikhail Bridges because he, DeAndre Ayton is already at near max value. He wasn't going to increase his value that much more this season. 
Mikhail Bridges stands a chance of doing that. So the Suns, at least by paying Bridges, are making sure that they're not going to have to worry about having to pay up for both of them next summer. I still think they should have gotten Aiton's deal done, but I do worry about that. I worry that Aiton has been told, like, look, my sacrifices weren't enough for a max contract. Okay, I'm going to go out and maybe take a couple shots that I wouldn't have taken last year. I don't think he's going to force it. I don't think he's going to be a bad teammate or be a distraction. But I do think, like Saul has said in the past, he will be looking for his shot a little bit more this year. And I don't know if that improves the offense that much unless he's got stuff in his bag over this offseason that we really haven't seen much of to this point. You just hit the nail on the head. He's. I think this forces him to play outside of his comfort zone from last year where he's going to force the issue in certain ways. And that may be beneficial to DA, but I don't know that it's going to be beneficial in the overall uh, offense. I think he'll, he'll impose his will. His numbers will look better, but I think it's going to come at the cost of other offensive continuity. And the other thing with DA, and I love the guy, but if there's a guy that has the potential to, say something or tweet something mm-hmm. out of frustration at some point in this season, I feel like it's him. And I, the last thing I want to see is a, I don't want to be here. Wait, I was at the salon with my girl uh, situation again. <laughs> I don't think it'll get there, but I feel like that's you're playing with fire I, by I the know. guy you chose. DA is not that type of dude though. Like, like, he's already yeah. come out. He's already suffered in a 19-win season. If he was going to say anything fucked up, it would have been then. No, it, that, that was his first year. This is, I feel slighted. And that is exactly what Eric Bledsoe felt because he wasn't getting the contract he wanted. So real quick, Woj just tweeted out 50 seconds ago, Phoenix Suns guard Landry Shamit has agreed to a four-year $43 million rookie contract extension. Are you 43? kidding me? Four year, 43. Are you kidding me? That's not. We're sold. sold. What's wrong with that? Oh, my God. That's not. <laughs> Guys. Hold on. Listen, just because he didn't bad. go to U of A, it's oh, okay. It's okay. not that bad. Now there are two guys that got paid. And I get it. We're He's not getting $10 million a year. We don't okay. have, to. We don't have but to do this. These are guys that now have gotten the extension that they were looking for. It's apples and oranges, though. I, I get that, but yes. it, it's also uh, John. Why don't you? Since you're the no, guy, I agreed with Gerald on this. This is this is apples to oranges. This is a, you know, this is a campaign type of contract to a campaign type of player. You're solidifying your bench, is which which is what you're supposed to do. Again, with the DA thing, you know, you you want to pay him max money. And he's a tertiary option at best on offense. We know what he does on defense. I'll ask this to all of you guys. Is what DA does replicable with any other player for less money versus what Mikael Bridges brings to the team? No. Is any of it replicable? No. I don't Can think somebody else those do, guys are. It, see, I, see, I disagree because I think that DA, again, I'm a DA fan. I have his jersey hanging up uh, in, my, in my office. I love him. But I think that you know, from a business decision standpoint, that's a lot of money to play for somebody who's not necessarily a proven player yet. So, you know, again, what? Landry Shamit, that, that that's a different contract. That's a different uh, scenario. I think that that does a great job in solidifying this bench moving forward. And it brings that that firepower coming off the bench behind Devin Booker, which we've never truly had. But with DeAndre Ayton, I mean, he hasn't necessarily proven on a consistent basis outside of the playoffs last year. That he can be that dominant center. Look if, at all the other max centers in the league. Dog, he other than Bam, 
He deferred to everybody else on the team because that was what was asked of him on the offensive side of the ball. And I will say this, on the offensive side of the ball, the Suns completely effed D.A. because they didn't want to focus around him on the offensive side. They wanted to build it around CP3 and Booker, and Booker for most of D.A.'s career, obviously. But they didn't give D.A. like a concentrated effort to get him the ball the way like last year. We talked about it so many times. How many times did they design plays for Darius Sarge to start the ball on the block as opposed to D.A.? Sarge got more bo- uh, more more touches on the block than D.A. did last year. Like, okay, well, where are we going with this? You know, and in the playoffs, when they needed a bucket the most and CP3 was injured and Booker was tired or Booker wasn't hidden, that would have been a nice option to have. But they, and, w- they, they did, just never did. They did go to Aiton, and he was being being guarded by Giannis and other big guys, and he didn't shoot that well around the basket either on the looks he had been making all playoffs. Like, I get it. Like, the Suns should give Aiton room to grow, and that's the whole point about this discussion is if you're giving this guy a max contract, it's not what he's capable of doing now. It's what he's going to be doing over the next five years because he's only 22. He's barely scratched the surface of his offensive potential. But right now, he's not a guy that you feed him the ball and he gets you a bucket. Like, but you also haven't worked to try and enhance that at all over the course of the years. Have, like, Agreed. If you don't, if you so don't have the skill set He does set have yet. the skill set. Does he, though? Because yes. Because they already have a top 10 offense with him doing what Dude, he does. They I don't, don't need think he him. has that. They don't need him to be game. I don't think he has that, like, being able to size a guy up and take him off the dribble. He doesn't have that in his bag yet. Uh, and I don't know that they need him to. What, what bothers me most about this is the fact that, and and Gerald, tell me if if I'm wrong or in your thoughts, but I look at it and you're going to pay him the max, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One way or not. So why wait? That's my what issue. are you gaining in in lowballing him this year and coming to the table and going here's 160 million instead of the 174 that that we could give you? Like, right. what are you doing other than? trying to look like the smartest guy in the room. Also, I, yes. I agree. The McHale deal, great deal for the team. Mm-hmm. Landry Shamit, likely a great deal because there's potential. But if you know you're going to pay the guy the max in the end, because even if you wind up matching a, a, an offer sheet, which will be the max, mm-hmm. you're paying him that. So why why step in it like this? Also, also why why even – okay, I'm just going to go back to this Landry Shamit thing. Yes, <laughs> good good money. Cool. Great for him. They couldn't have announced that like a week ago? Well, in the chats, I don't know. Like, I don't it, have any. It just the optics of this looks real shitty. According to people in the chat, the rumor on the street is that these deals have been done for weeks. So why not announce them weeks ago, and then I th- and the- I still think they were trying to come to terms on all three and announce them at the same time. And I think they, they didn't they didn't make hope. the ground I, they wanted to make with DA, I, and I, so they kind of botched the timing like that. I get I that, but if your happen. stance is I'm not going to give you a max. You knew DA wasn't going to accept that right. because uh, it, everything we've heard his camp made it very clear. Mm. Now, one thing I think, uh, and this is not a defense of Robert Sarver, let me make that very clear. <laughs> but I think DA overplayed his hand in the media with what he said. He should have gone the McHale. I'm going to let my agents handle it. Right? Why go to Dwayne Rankin and pour gas on the fire? Why? Because if there is anybody that is going to get frustrated by that, it's a guy like Robert Sarver that that would take that personally, that you've now gone public. And I think that did no favors in this. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's not ideal, obviously, but you know that's kind of the name of the game with some of these negotiations. You leak information to get 
public opinion on your side. It's just kind of how it goes. My my biggest thing is just hoping that this is something that DA is because Mikhail Bridges did compliment him at training camp today, said he's very mature and said that he's going to be there for him as his teammate. You just the hope is that DA is able to put this under the rug for now because he's going to get his max from one team or another and just focus on the upcoming season. That's my biggest thing is like like you were saying, what is the advantage of waiting? The only advantage is that you're hoping some team gives him a four year max and you don't have to go a full five. And in that case, like, what are we doing here? This guy's going to be a top five center in the league. You're, you're shorting him a year. You're supposed to pay to keep your talent. You're supposed to pay to keep a championship caliber team together. Chris Paul's window is not going to last forever. We've only got like maybe one, two, three good years left tops of that before someone else has to take over that spot. I, it's just frustrating because we're going to be in the same position next year. The only difference is we've got this other distraction in a potential final I, season. I, I, I want to know, like... Real talk, does is everybody that's defending this, like saying that DA doesn't deserve this or whatever, next year when we're at this point and some other team offers them the max and the Suns don't match it, are they going to have the same energy and feel the same way? I don't think the Suns would ever do that, though. I do say because if they're not going to keep him, if they're going to let him walk. I didn't think they wouldn't give him the max now. But then we're not going to get to that point because they're going to trade him. They're not going to let him walk for nothing. That's the thing. That would just be sheer malpractice and as bad as the Suns are as stingy as they can be I don't think that's what would happen if you truly don't believe that DeAndre Ayton is the Mac a max player then why aren't you looking at deal? I mean it's gonna happen I mean that's th- th- those to, are the rumors that are gonna fly around me, all season long now well, they've already started yeah <laughs> I mean if I mean if if you don't believe he's a max player you're not willing to invest that money then that seems like where you're gonna have to think right you're gonna have to look at that because What's really going to, unless he goes out there and dominates this year, Mm. uh, you know, what's going to change your thinking? None of this is going to change. You know, if your problem was he with his first three years and then you bring in the the suspension, well, none of that's going to change your thinking either. So at some point, you have, they have to decide, are we willing to give him the max at the end of this year or should we deal him now? Because trade value isn't going to be. Uh, isn't going to be that high. You're going to have to do a sign and trade if if you want out with somebody willing to do an offer sheet at some point. It, this whole thing just is is a mess. I don't understand the thinking of it. I don't understand the approach. I it, it feels like nickel and diming again, which I thought we were beyond here in Phoenix. And I I don't I just I really do not understand any of the thought process on this. How do you how do you give both of those guys the deals, even if they've been done for weeks, and and think you're going to be able to convince DeAndre Ayton that you still value him? I don't I don't think, and we should get our guest's opinion on this because yeah. we've ignored him for a few minutes. But <laughs> I don't fine. think I don't think that these deals. I think the Mikael Bridges one. Okay, maybe you can make an argument for that. Looks bad. The Landry Shamit deal. I it doesn't bother me because these are. Independent deals, apples and oranges, completely different values. And like, I don't think one goes against the other. Darth, what what are your thoughts on that? No, I mean, I think that, you know, as you both or everybody mentioned, essentially, you know, they, they were trying to get this deal done the whole time. I think the optics of it obviously does kind of suck that it does come out at the back end of, you know, the opportunity to re-sign or, you know, these, these players uh, comes out when it does. 
But, you know, if, if these deals were done weeks ago, I think it actually, from a leverage standpoint, would have benefited the Suns to release them early, especially on the McHale side. You know, McHale didn't get a max. He didn't get, uh, God, who, who just got signed for four years and like $108 million? Jaron Jackson, Jackson Jr. Yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr. You know, same draft class again. So it actually would have benefited probably them at the negotiating table with DeAndre. And it's like, well, you see, you know, like we didn't pay him McHale as much as you think that you should get paid or maybe as much as he thought that he should get paid. You know, so maybe... you. I think they were just trying to hope on a hometown discount and they didn't get it. And now we have to, you know, it's, it's very John Collins esque. That's what we're going to be doing. The same thing that the Atlanta folks had to deal with all last season is anytime John Collins had a subpar performance during the regular season, is he upset about his contract? I mean, again, as podcasters, it's great for us, but it's annoying as a fan of this team to where you're going to have to have these continual conversations about those. Cause there's going to be those games on a Tuesday night in Cleveland where Deandre is going to fumble the ball three times under the basket. And we're going to be like, Oh, see if you had paid him, you know, he would have caught that. He would have been more focused. And you know, it's unfortunate that we're going to have to have this conversation again and again and again, you know, and at the same time from a personal level, you know, Deandre Ayton, in my opinion is worth this money. And he is a key and integral part of this team moving forward. And we just, we missed the boat on this one as an organization and the optics don't look good from the outside looking in. I just, it, it's, we're all frustrated. We're all frustrated. Gosh, Frust- darn it. frustrated is so. the key point for sure. Darth, before we let you go, is there anything you want to add that you haven't had the opportunity to, to say about the situation? <laughs> Since we were I ranting am. and raving. <laughs> no, uh, you know, Cardinals are six. So that's nice. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong show. They're, they're later. <laughs> we got that going for us, which is nice. No, we have the, you guys did a great job. Uh, with your Sunny Awards. That was fantastic having Zona Sports on there. I just, you know, you guys are doing a fantastic job here. This is a DraftKings sports book. You know, you have the code PHNX up uh, in the corner. What is the over-under, do you think, that DeAndre Ayton's going to score points per game on the season now that he didn't get his bag? Oh, I don't even know what it was before. That's a good one. So he averaged like 14. It doesn't exist. (laughs) I'll set it at like, I'll set it at 16 and a half. Uh, I'll say over. I'll say 22 my man's my man's on a mission he's like fuck the offense i'm I'm shooting every time i touch the rock this man launch over under on at least three threes a game yes yes has cp3 and booker been shot into the actual sun in this scenario where are those points coming from hey all those pretty nice uh, handoff dribble drive nope nope i'm just i'm hook shotting from three i'm doing a spin move fade away i don't give a shit coach it's all about da get get the rebound out and going full court like one man oh. fast break <laughs> this will be an interesting season to watch yes. I, I mean that's for sure Darth, thank you so much for joining us we appreciate you as always thanks, awesome. thanks for having me oh real quick you can't spell drama without da <laughs> okay the landry shamit portion of this sure i get that the money is nowhere in in the vicinity of da but everything you're hearing is DA has to prove it, right? Mm-hmm. DA has to go out there and prove it. They just signed a guy to a contract extension that they have never actually seen play in a Suns uniform outside of preseason. Does yeah. that strike you as, as somewhat insulting too? They could have let him go out there and prove it this year and then signed him because he would have been a restricted free agent. But instead they went, We've seen enough, Landry. Here's your bag. It may be it may be a much smaller, you know, it's Prada a tiny, bag. It's a, par- it's a party favor. But I get it's not it. Like I get it. Here, here's your clutch, it's and and Da wants a suitcase. Yeah. 
But like, I still to me, I would it's, find that insulting. It's, it's like it's like you you don't have kids, you know. At least that, that I know of. Um, no. You know, it's like if you me have either. kids and you go to the store and one kid wants the expensive toy and you're like, nah, you can't have that. And then your other two kids are like, oh, I'll take this mid level toy. And you're like, yeah, you can have that. And you freeze the other kid out. <laughs> That's what it feels like. You feel like an asshole for even asking <laughs> in the first place. And you're like, you know what? Fuck no, you, I feel like that does it. No, because then you say to all three kids, you can have something under this amount. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, what you say, but though. But this in that kid situation. does all the chores yeah. and he does but, all the okay. things that I ask him to. But you're supposed to love your kids equally. No, like no, DeAndre no, Ayton no, and Landry Shaman are going to get they are all different. <laughs> I have racked and stacked them and they move on a day to day basis. Father father of the year, Saul Bookman. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. No, I, hey, I if get any it. parent is out there, you know you rack and stack because some kids have a bad day and you got to move them I, down on the toilet. I have one kid and I rack and stack. It's like, hey, I'm sorry, oh, you're, you've moved that's, down the ladder that's there. even worse. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> sorry. Look, let's I, I, I get the timing is bad. I will say that. I, I get the timing is bad. I think the Suns got great value for Bridges. They got very good value for Shamit. I don't worry as much about that as much as just what impact it might have on DA, what impact it might have on the team chemistry. I think he's still going to conduct himself like a professional, but that's well, it. Also, I, go ahead. Uh, Josh Kelman in the chat, and I think this is where you're about to go there, yes. Lindsay, is that he had D D A his his odds for most improved player mm-hmm. at a plus forty five hundred. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that all day. <laughs> oh, okay, my I'm favorite thing day. out of the chat right now is children power rankings. Yes. Not a bad idea. <laughs> yes. that is a slippery slope. Go. People do not do Dakota it. How about oh, yeah. PHNX Suns host power rankings? <laughs> no, I feel like the chat can start though. I'm gonna come oh, in no. dead last. Exactly. I don't like this one. I don't like this one. I already got like a four paragraph email on how much I sucked the other day. So it's. I sent that from my burner account. Don't worry. (laughs) But what is a good thing to do Mm. is to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app (laughs) and use code PHNX when you sign up. Because right now, if you place a $5 bet on any (laughs) NFL team to win their game, and they do, you are going to win $200 in free bets instantly. The read says winner, winner, chicken dinner. So it's that simple. Monroe's chicken dinner. (laughs) Um, but for real, it is really easy. I just got another notification on my phone that they're giving away $2 in free bets for every point either LeBron or Steph scores on opening night. What? Which is kind of cool because then you, you just make one, I think it's like a minimum $50 bet, and then you get all these free what? bets back. This is a solid option. What? So I'm check that I'm out. We're going to make some money. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to uh, feel better because I will have a bigger bag than Diego. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, too soon. Yeah, too soon. But if you want to play um, in a little bit of sports gambling with us throughout the season, again, be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code PHNX when you sign up. Now, just a reminder, this is 21 and older only, Arizona only. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. For details, and please don't do a power ranking of your children. I promise it will not end well. Who is this? Is this a Bailey? What is going? What's happening? Can what we did I all miss? appreciate the free snacks they're offering on the pod? Look at Espo. Are you calling Espo Bailey. a snack? Let me. No, no, no. That's what I think. She's calling me fat. I know. No, I think she like she thinks you are because she was talking about your outfit earlier. Oh. 
She or or, he, I thought or she he, said yes. she was failing in her mom they, power. Yes, they, yeah, they. They. So I, I think that they have a crush they, on somebody. They also, they also said they're consistently slept on the mom power. <laughs> yes, aren't we all? See what I'm saying? It's not a good move to do power rankings <laughs> hey, with your children. Power it rank- will bite you in the butt at the See? end of your life. I promise you. Look at that. Wait, That's the not, first. Not, not you're looking, looking good, like man. a snack. Not in your, cash consideration. I'm looking so never mind. Look, I'm <laughs> hoping that I get paid per pound here. So I will have the biggest bag out of the PHNX people. I'm fat is what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> I believe we have another guest. We do. Who we are going to welcome in now. Yes. Flex from Jersey. Flex the Flex it's now Wednesday, but it's a very, very exciting and sad and crazy Monday. So Flex is what, what, here. Flex, you... how are you? What's up? What's up, Lindsay? What's up, crew? What's going on, guys? Hey, are you wearing a towel right now? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nah, it's that? a white hoodie. hoodie. Oh, it's a white hoodie. My bad. Hoodie, like, <laughs> got out of the shower or the sauna or something. Hoodie. I was like, what is going on? Apparently, it's like, uh, <laughs> 9 p.m. in New York, when, in New York, New Jersey, when you look at the lighting in the room, too, there, Flex. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, the lighting's a little down in here, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, going, I'm, 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 going, I'm going through it right now, guys, man. This, this is This is... This is crazy stuff that we're going through right yes. now. Yes. Well, we're calling the show a little bit of group therapy. So you are in good hands here. Yeah. 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 What has been, what's your phone been looking like the last couple <laughs> days from people? Espo, I hit y'all up at like 2 a.m. yesterday, right? Oh, I sent y'all a text. It was like crazy. Um, hey, let me get on the family thing real quick, right? So when you take the kids, when you take the three kids to get ice cream and you say, yo, don't tell mom. And one of them tells mom yep. that one Iced doesn't out. get ice cream anymore. Iced out. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. Who, who's mom so, in this DA situation? No, huh? so I'm not saying who's mom and dad, but I'm telling you who's the kid that told me. <laughs> you know. So, so, so uh, hey, but, but I will say this, if you're the one that gets iced out, but then you look at dad and you're like, or mom, mom's the one taking you out to get ice cream. If you look at mom, you're like, but mom, you were wearing my chain the other day. Don't I get something? <laughs> look, look, I think the fans are mom, are mom in the situation because we all got told and we got pissed off. So I think we're, yeah. I think we're mom and Flex's uh, situation. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Hey man, you know what guys, listen. This sucks, man. And, you know, there's a... Oh, let me say one more thing, too, just to lighten the mood a little bit. Um, I don't work for Robisar. I don't work for the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> and if I say Robisar sucks, I'm okay. I'm not going to get fired. I'm not... <laughs> nothing like that. I mean, I don't know what the, where the perception is that I'm like Robisar's PR guy or something like that. I don't know where the hell that came from, but... Believe it's me, just silly I, I've stuff, met a man. lot of those people. You are not Robert Sarver's PR person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, guys. Like, come on. I'm, I love DA, man. Like, I, I actually love DA, man. Like, um, I, I can't count how many post-game shows with John Bloom on 98.7 I did where the entire show was people bashing DA, and I was the only idiot there defending him. You know what I mean? So um, I, the, the idea that, you know, we're happy or we got an agenda or we're covering up for the team. That's just silly stuff, man. At the end of the day, I will say this. Um, in the last two weeks, talks have taken a turn for the worse. And there's no coincidence that some things happen um, with DA going to the media and talking to Dwayne Rankins and then go to Wojo situation. And 
I use my analogy about ice cream because I'm actually talking about DA here. I, I don't think DA did himself any favors by trying to get the media involved. Um, and if you compare the three, you know, you didn't hear anything from Mikel about his contract or his, his situation. You didn't hear anything from Landry Shaman. Um, and I think DA got some bad advice. I think some people said, hey, let's get the media involved. Let's push the agenda. Let's see if we can put some pressure. And it completely worked against him. And I'll tell you right now, I got, you guys know, I texted you guys last night. Um, talks broke off last night. Completely broke off last night. Um, and uh, the idea that, you know, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I, I think it's still going to get done. I think this is just um, a bad situation by both parts. I think the Suns could have done a better job of handling this. I think DA could have done a better job of handling this. But I think at the end of the day, um, the rules are in place for this to eventually get handled. I kind of I agree with Gerald. I, it's not ideal. It sucks. He's going to come in the gym and Mikel's going to have a bag and Landry just got here. And it's like, I love you more and all that stuff. But um, I will say this. This is a tight group. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Monty Williams. If there's anybody that you want in DA's ear during this ordeal, it's those guys. And that gives me peace of mind. That that tells me DA's going to come in, play his ass off, and the guys are going to be in his ear. And I think he's going to have the year of his life. I think he's got the best year of his career, and he's going to get the max next year. And this will all be forgotten, um, hopefully. But for right now, it's not a good look. Flex, I, I wanted to get your opinion on this because I think – part of the reason that people were bashing on you was because you said something about leverage and I, I didn't see the tweet, but I wanted to get your take on that. Yeah. You were speaking, I'm mm -hmm. assuming specifically just from the fact that like he's a restricted free agent yes. and if the Suns can match, they will. Um, so yeah. what I, I wrote about this for today while I was basically sitting there at training camp, but <laughs> what, uh, what, Awkward. Yeah, <laughs> what, what's, what's kind of your opinion on what comes next for DA and the Suns as far as, you know, when flash forward to next summer when yeah. we're having to have these talks again. Yeah. So that, that tweet, that tweet that I'm, that you're talking about, um, in particular, that's exactly what it was. Um, <laughs> it was, I'm sorry, I just got a phone. I, I just had to kill it. Like I was like, what do you nah, want? Nah, 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 I had to, yo, my, I, let me, let me shut this down. Actually, I don't want people, I don't want people, I don't, I don't want people to hear me talking to Robert Sauber right now. <laughs> 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 he, he heard you say so, he so, sucked. Yeah. He had to call you, right? Hey, did I just say that out loud? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm in trouble, man. Um, so, so here's what I meant, man. Listen, I, I'm, you know, with respect to my sources and my contacts, you know, is I'm very is it's, it's hard as hell to to do to say what I want to say on Twitter, playing both sides of the fence because I'm hearing both sides of the argument, and um, I don't got no say. I just I'm just I'm just listening and taking opinions and. The leverage part I was talking about, Gerald, was at the end of the day, that's the elephant in the room that people weren't understanding that the Suns had. The Suns was telling D.A., hey, we love you, but a max is a max right now or next year. Like, the money doesn't change. Now, in Mikel's situation, it's different because if we can get Mikel for 90, we're running a risk of having to pay Mikel 110, 115, maybe 120 mm -hmm. next year if he plays his ass off and does a, and, and has a career year. But DeAndre, you're asking for the most we can give you, and we got a year to do it. Um, so we got all the leverage. We know, you know, I think it's safe to say based on what I hear, DeAndre is not going to play on a qualifying offer. So I, I'm not worried about that. Mm -hmm. um, and they can't offer the five years, and they can't offer the max, mm -hmm. and they also can match anything. 
And then there's the whole theory that teams know that they can match anything. You guys know this game. You guys all been around the game your whole life. Restricted free agency is a nightmare for, for players. They're just not going to get any offers anywhere. It doesn't matter. Charlotte Hornets want to give DA a max. We'll match that in a second. So because it's not going to be the max we can offer. So this idea that, um, you know, we need to be where I just don't think it. So, Gerald, to answer your question, man, um, that's 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 what that was about. It was, I was just trying to make it clear that the Suns have all the leverage here. Not that I agree with it, but they have all the leverage. And so waiting a year um, from their perspective is not the end of the world. Obviously, from DA's perspective, it's not ideal. But um, the fact of the matter is, it's a two-way street, man. And when we're reporting this stuff, it can't be one-sided. You just can't say one side and ignore the other. The reality is the Suns have all the leverage here. And so um, I still think it's going to get worked out. I think they'll land on some type of max or slightly below max based on how DA performs. If DA plays his ass off, he's getting a max this summer. It'll be over with. What bothers me, and this isn't, it's not you flex, but what bothers me with that, that line of thinking is it takes the human element out of it. Right. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's like if Gerald goes to his lady friend and goes, look, I do want to marry you. And I got this tiny ring now, but I want to give you a year. And if things go well, <laughs> I can give you this much bigger diamond if that if that plays it's still out, right? Be a tiny ring, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I just I feel like I feel like there's there, there's that human element. Yeah, the Suns have leverage, but this is a two way relationship, and and that's where where this this dance that we've gone through and that we will now go through until next summer just feels uncomfortable to me and and i think we'll we'll feel uncomfortable for everybody for the rest of of this year till free agency starts i agree i mean there is a human element that's such a horrible y'all better watch out because it goes (laughs) this is the second time the show is going to get me in trouble we just hold on so i want to ask you i want to ask between espo and his wife that's so crazy (laughs) i said here's the biggest ring i can afford because I am not worth you, so please stay here. That was the hey, way Espo, it went in my room. Hey, Espo, hey, that analogy you just said, most girls might take that bet, brother. If they say, hey, I love you, I'm going to be with you, I could give you this tiny run right now, I could give you this big-ass 10 carat in a year, they might say, okay, yeah, just I'll, I'll wait for the year. Now, most of them <laughs> probably will. You know what I mean? But again, again, guys, I, Espo, I get you, brother. It's, there's a human element. We're going from a tiny ring to a 10 carat. I'm just going to say that right now. Right, right. I mean, I mean, guys, it's, go ahead. I'm sorry, guys. Go no, ahead. go ahead. You're good. You're good. No, I, I, I agree, man. There's a human element. It's not a it's not ideal, man. I mean these are these are people we're talking about. But uh man, these chats are crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, you're not too much, man. Long John Silver in the chat saying my girlfriend is on a trial. <laughs> There's a lot of guys. So are you though, Long John Silver? Don't forget uh, that. You're on a trial There's a lot of guys that aren't aren't gonna wind up being able to match the max that somebody else is gonna give their lady. Well, because they're not taking care of them, all right? This is pretty bad in the chat. I regret making that analogy. Way to go, Espo. Yeah, you got yeah. to yeah. stop bringing my girlfriend into this, man. <laughs> yeah. This is the second time I'm going to get in trouble for You this got shit. a really big team, and we all need some really big rings. There you go. Hey, hey you, you know what, guys? At the end of the day, man, um, if DeAndre Ayton and, and uh, I had a conversation, so I'm not going to get into that. But if DeAndre Ayton goes out, and does exactly what I think he's going to do. Um, we won't. None of this will matter, man. None of this will matter. If DeAndre is a max guy, 
he's going to come out and he's going to play like a max guy because I, I see I'm the basketball purist in me. Um, I'm a beef. I'm a take, and this has got nothing to do with Sarver or DA. I'm just keeping it real. Um, I don't think we need to be talking about a max guy. Like I come from the era where if you a damn max guy, you're a max guy, man. If I, if, if three people got a question, if you're a max guy, it, it might not be a max guy. And I'm not saying that DA's not. I'm just saying that I just think in general there's too many max contracts being thrown out around the league. And I think that's where we get into this. Like, um, you know, max is supposed to be reserved for the best of the best, man. And now it's how everybody treats it. So I hear people say, well, Shy Gill just got a max and Michael Porter got a max. So DA needs to get a max. I'm saying, well, hold up. I don't agree with that. and, And again, I'm talking, this is my opinion I'm not doing business with a player of mine because Denver and OKC did bad business. That's just stupid. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to get, okay, Mike, those, those markets have to pay their guys. Who the hell's going to OKC? Like you get a shy, you'll just Alexander. You better give him a match. Oh, I would disagree no with you there. Yeah, okay, disagree talk. With you there. Okay. okay. So like, like Phoenix was literally in that same position a couple years ago. Like you would have said, who the hell wants to go to Phoenix? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's because of Devin Booker and and you giving him what a max deal so that way he stayed here and you didn't have to go through this fiasco for him. Well, let me ask you this though, with, with Chris Paul and build this thing, and you had to get money. Like without money, you probably aren't even in this conversation right now because you probably don't even have Chris Paul. And we're talking about somebody that probably would have had to pay Da the max mm-hmm. just to keep some talent in the fucking fold. Now, I get you. Well, here's the thing. Shy's the number one guy in OKC, right? Um, Michael Porter just elevated to the number two guy because Jamal Murray's going to be out all year. And and so I think Denver had to do that. They're sitting here like, shit, we can't we can't not pay this guy because our number two guy's sitting here waiting all year. So we're going to have to do this. Um, again, man, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm trying to say, you know, the Suns are sitting here saying um, – is, you know, D.A., is, is is he the third option? Is he the fourth option? And it's not his fault. He's doing what the team told him to do. So that's the BS part about it, which I don't agree with. Um, if, if he's doing everything you asked him to do, of course, D.A. is not going to do 25 and, 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 and you know, 15. Um, you're not allowing him to do 25. I mean, the guy's getting the, the, the least amount of shots for a max guy I've ever seen in my life. And so I don't agree with it, guys. But I, I also think that when Booker was a free agent, like nobody in this panel here, nobody in that room, and no, and I know, I mean for sure, I never questioned Book. I never questioned it at all. I knew Book was a max guy from the jump. It was like get that boy to max, reserve that room in Las Vegas, throw the party, bring the damn max to him. Don't even let his agent call you. Like, do y'all feel? Do, do y'all feel that that's the level of what we're talking about with DA? I'm actually just asking the question, guys. I'm. He's Look, not y'all think it's that automatic? Yo, Gerald, no. is it that automatic that he's, DA is just a max guy? No, he's not your traditional max guy. And when I wrote weeks ago about what his potential contract might look like, whether he deserved the max, you look at the guys that got this designated rookie extension over the last four or five years, all of them are dudes that can that create their own offense. All of them are guys that have these different skill sets that DA either doesn't have or hasn't been able to flash enough of yet. And right. the only exception is Andrew Wiggins, who we all make fun of the Timberwolves for giving him that contract. So yeah. DA's not your traditional max guy for sure. I think that DA's people had every right to hold out for the max as soon as MPJ got his deal. And that's where the stalemate came from was the Suns probably saying, like, we don't think you're a max guy. And DA's people saying, like, well, the market says he is. 
and not being able to come to terms on that. And it's unfortunate because like we've been talking about, there is that human element that's going to come into play now. Two, two, right. two factors that make this, I think, more upsetting for Suns fans, right? If you're not coming off a finals run, say mm-hmm. they have a disappointing uh, run against the Lakers in round one, they get bounced in six games. Different perspective, I think. Yeah, uh, you know, because you made it to the finals, and Da was such an important part of that. Mm. That makes this more upsetting right now. The other part is, we Suns fans have been in a bad relationship with Robert Sarver <laughs> since 2005 now, mm-hmm. and we always hear the "This is different this time. Things have changed. Everything's different." And then you hit this situation and it feels oddly familiar to what had happened in the past. Mm-hmm. So you combine those two things and that's why you're seeing such a visceral, visceral reaction out of Suns fans right now is because it's this familiarity of we've been down this path and it didn't go very well. And you just went to the finals after missing the playoffs for 10 years. Why are you messing with a good thing? Lock it up and run it back as long as you can because you could have a five-year championship window. That's the the thing is it's like it's for Suns fans, we want to we want to feel like we're on par with the elite teams in the NBA, right? Mm -hmm. But it always feels like the Golden States, the Lakers, now even the Nets, always find a way to pay everybody their worth. And sometimes even more so, like L.A. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and 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 we're sitting here like, you know, holding the bag like, well, damn, you know, like wh- yeah. why? If 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 this thing turns sour, like mm-hmm. you know, like what happened with Joe Johnson and things like that, people will never forget this moment. They mm-hmm. will never forget for every negotiation from here until the day Robert Sarver is no longer the owner of this team. They will never ever forget this because it now no. will be the the second or third time that this has happened. If I, I'll, I'll take it one step further, man. If this goes left, um, I don't, I don't think there's any way Sarver survives this. Like he's gonna have to sell the team, man. I, I just, I don't, I don't think he can survive this. Um, and rightfully so. If this goes left, I'm holding out hope based on the conversations I'm having. Um, that I, I'm confident DA is gonna be here a long time. And this is going to be, like I said, a career year. He'll sign a five-year max next year. And that run that Espo just said is still going to happen. Um, that's, that's just my hope. That's my belief. And Espo, you're right. If that doesn't happen, they're going to burn the damn stadium down. So he's going to have to go. <laughs> and look, I'm, so, I'm in the camp with you. I still think it happens in the long run. But you've now perpetuated this whole, this whole issue that's always been there. And Code Jim... In the uh, in the chat says we're being way too emotional. Well, there's a reason that fan is short for fanatic. There is passion in this. It doesn't. I'm not sitting in a boardroom talking about negotiating, you know, some deal to buy widgets from another company. We're talking about freaking sports and and a and a player who's who's passionate about something and an owner that obviously is passionate in his own way. Uh, th- there's a reason that that it's not always about what's the best business move. There is some some passion in this, and sometimes you have to accept that you're going to overpay a little bit because of the emotion involved. Can I ask you all a question? All I got I got to get this answer, guys. So, uh, something that kept getting brought up to me during this this ordeal um, from 
people that I've talked to that are in this conversation, they kept bringing up the John Collins Atlanta situation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want y'all opinion on this. If, if we sign DA to a five year, $140 million contract next year, um, how would y'all feel about that? Would y'all then say, damn, the Suns were pretty smart. He saved himself $60 million and now, you know, they can be more aggressive. Or would y'all still say, damn, DA got screwed? So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, and I'm just asking that question because I, th- this is the part that no one's, I don't think people are failing to realize that, the, yeah, there is a business part of it and you don't want to be disrespectful and there's a human element. But at the same time, we're all fans. So if we're rooting for the team to do well, isn't it always better if you can get the play on a lower, better contract? It just depends on how DA performs this year. Mm-hmm. But, but why do why do as fans do we care? What like if if they save a little bit? If you own a team, pay whatever it takes you, to win a title. Do you, do you think the Suns care if uh you know about a season ticket holder that all of a sudden now we make it to the finals and we charge X amount no. of dollars extra? Nobody gives no. a shit about the no. fans. So why no. do we care about how much money no. they're spending for the players? I think the only thing I, that we would care about is if we're viewing this in the context of reality, like Robert Sarver, even if he dives into the luxury tax, he's not going to want to dive that far. And we're going to have to, we're going to have to account for Cam Johnson next summer. Correct. So there the only, go. the only thing that I would say to that is like, I don't care what Robert Sarver pays, but I do care about whether he's going to be willing to pay it right. because there's going to be a threshold. Where he, he doesn't want to. If you're not willing to pay it, then why are you in this game? Well, that's, I agree. that's the that's question we've been asking saying. for years. Yeah, <laughs> because if you're not willing to pay it, when you're this close, mm-hmm. where you can actually see for the first time, maybe ever, the true path to a championship, mm-hmm. and you want to tell me, I've learned the lesson. I learned from not paying Joe Johnson. I learned from this. I learned from that. Oh, we're we're not. This isn't the destination. We're not happy till Larry O'Brien winds up in Phoenix. All that sounds well and good, but if you're not willing to foot the bill that it takes to get there, then it's all lip service. And quite frankly, it's mm-hmm. all bullshit. Mm-hmm. At some point, you have to prove it with your pocketbook. And I don't care if you have to max out DA, and then you have to give uh, Cam Johnson a similar deal that you just gave to McHale. The reason you build this way is so you can do that. Mm-hmm. So you have control of these players, and you can go over the cap. If you're not willing to do what it takes to win and play by the rules that you agreed to when you came into uh, becoming an owner, get out. Well, because I agree. And I agree. so many people in business will tell you it takes money to make money. Yeah. Yes. You have right. to put up the dollar bills right now and it will pay. Scam money so don't make money. Tell them in the long run. Like look at how like even if you just take this year's final finals run mm-hmm. as a small sample size of how much more money in the middle of a pandemic mm-hmm. that organization was able to bring in. You do that five years in a row. What does it matter how much you're paying well, these guys at that point? Yeah. Because that money is already uh, there and on, then some. On top of that, you you were talking about arena that had to get voted on and, and you got a surplus of money to help fund that. Like, you're getting money to make money right Right. like in in theory and then you want to freeze somebody out like this i'm not saying that da hey listen i think he's a max player i can understand the point of view that he might not be a max player but this nickel and diming if we find out like it was over five million dollars Oh, no, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, I I know, I'm just, I know it's more. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. You know, it's just, 
it's just ridiculous. Anyway, listen, he, he, I, I, I'm with y'all, yo, yo, Espo, bro. Listen, I'm 100 with you. We got the bottom of the barrel as far as you know owners are concerned, <laughs> and 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 the pocketbook. You know, it's not like he bought a damn Dollar Tree or something like that, or a dollar store. <laughs> like he bought the Phoenix Suns. Like okay. you, you in a, you in a billion dollar operation, bro. You shouldn't have to be tripping about spending 10 million or 15 million dollars. But unfortunately, that's the owner we got. So, you know, I like to, you know, if guys, I just feel like I'm at the point in my fandom um, where if I continue to just go down this route and just let every time Robert Sarver does some idiotic BS, <laughs> you know, I'm going to lose my damn mind and just become a Nets fan. So, like, like guys, I got I got two teams down the road that I can easily go not deal with Robert Sarver, man. But um, I'm with y'all, man. It's frustrating. But at the end of the day, man, uh, the season's Wednesday. I'm getting on a flight to go hang with y'all tomorrow, man. Like, can we lighten this up a little bit? Yeah. So, should we let you go pack? Because, you know, we, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, yeah, we, we yeah. know it's a long flight from uh, from your neck of the woods here. Yeah, yeah. Let me go pack. Let me go get everything lined up. I, you know, then all me if y'all want. You know what I mean? I, all the whole crew, we go hang out, do whatever. Hey, we, we, um, can go, we can go. Matter of fact, dinner, dinner on Robert Sarver, guys. Yeah, there you, go. you know how to make hey, that happen. Hey, we can go hang he out just as called. much as you. We can go hang out as much as you want, Flex. But we got to get Espo in by his bedtime at eight o'clock. So oh, otherwise, his like wife that, is gonna crack Espo. the whip. Yeah, and, not, and, and, and do not talk about my wife like that. You can talk about me however you want. You leave the missus uh, out. Flex, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. We'll see you in just a few days. Love you guys. Yep, keep doing great work, guys. Anything hit me up. Talk to you soon, Flex. Oh, before we move hey, on, you guys. Jeez. Before we move on, last thing. I just want to say that logically, I think that DeAndre Ayton will be in a son's uniform. They have all the power to match him unless they're completely out on him and things sour over the next few months and they have to force a trade somehow. He'll be in a son's uniform. It's just unfortunate emotionally that we have to go through this again, that we have to put up with a potential distraction in a potential championship yeah. season. I just want to say. One last thing. Uh, logic and Sarver don't mix. Okay, my last thing. Since it's group therapy, I'll pretend to be your therapist oh, right now. Can I lie down? Just, now she's going to give us the bill. Just Yes, I'm going to hand you a bill at the end of the show. Just remember that nothing is set in stone. Mm-hmm. The worst case scenarios may not actually come to fruition. Okay, things could pan out in a good way. For yes. DA, for the team, for us as fans, if you believe in manifestation or the or the power of positive thinking, let's nope. start putting a little bit of that out into the world, and please you, be nice to you mean each like, other. You yes. mean like Hello's <laughs> comment where Shamit in the playoffs is seventeen minutes, four points, one rebounds, and six assists, worth. Well, I mean, that, eleven that was, mil a year. <laughs> I mean, that was on the Brooklyn Nets, like. I don't. <laughs> that doesn't bother me. Yeah, the it's world is not ending. Year, it, not. It, it promise you, it's not <laughs> it, ending. It might be, but not because of this. Well, yeah, this this world, <laughs> this son's world is not ending. Uh, <laughs> no no deal. deal. <laughs> yes. All right. So before we go, we didn't really get to talk a lot about Mikkel and mm-hmm. the fact that his contract did get signed. Mm-hmm. And Gerald, you were at practice today, and mm-hmm. he spoke to the media. What was Mikel saying after that? Yeah, I mean, he was happy. I, I think most of the questions were more about like, you know, how do you kind of 
approached this with DA because you guys were kind of in the same boat. You got your deal. DA didn't. Um, and he was saying a lot of things about, you know, being there for him, but also at the same time, like DA is mature. I think Mikhail is very happy to have this deal wrapped up. So are the Suns. It's going to be very good value. It's already good value based on what his floor is. If you consider his ceiling, what it's going to be over the next few seasons, he's going to very much outplay the value of that contract. And it's good that they got it done. I understand the concern about DA being upset about that, but like Mikhail was going to outperform his current contract value over mm-hmm. this next season. We actually, DA is going to be near the same. So it's good they got this done. We actually have Mikhail commenting on signing his contract today. Um, it's great, man. I'm happy we, it came down to it. Um, like I've been preaching for a long time. I always wanted to be here and always want to be here. So just for that happening, you know, I was. You know, I take it up for granted, just blessed and grateful to the position I'm in, the people I have around me, my family and friends. So, um, yeah, it's just great, man. I'm happy. I'm happy we got it done. And then we also have some sound from Monty Williams from today at practice. So let's see what Monty had to say. Yeah. I mean, I, I know what that's like. You know, I've been as a player and as a coach um, in that situation. And. You know, as I've said to you before, I'm, I'm emotionally tied to all of these guys. And I want to see them do well. You know what I'm saying? So when I could you know, calm him down, I would try to give him some advice. And I, for me, it's like any mistake that I made, I share it so they don't do what I did. That's all, it, that's all it's about for me. You know what I'm saying? Outside of that, I stay out of it, you know, and I careful of what I say about these situations because they are sensitive and, and we have a policy about you know, not discussing these things in public, especially when they're ongoing. So, but I, I just, for me, it's always about paying it forward. I think that's the phrase everybody uses. You know, if, if I can keep someone from making a mistake that I made, then I'll try to help. I think we're all Monty in that if, if it was up to us, we would just pay everybody everything. Except we're not Monty because Monty is very calm. We'll go in there and, sure. and try to keep uh, keep DA's head where it needs to be. We're like, burn it down, DA! <laughs> burn down the foot. <laughs> just start it over. <laughs> I like, But I think if there's a guy that can really... Uh, really keep this together keep everybody calm it is monty Williams. yes Sorry, i was just watching saul's face during that whole thing <laughs> <laughs> well look do you not feel like monty will be much better at, at keeping da feeling better than if you and i were in that locker room oh no i would whisper <laughs> stupid shit to da all the time i'm like yeah man fuck them let's Shut go it from half court <laughs> robert robert loves landry more than you here's the ball <laughs> So um, one thing that got brought up by code JJM in the chat is that other teams podcasts are saying Mikhail got underpaid. I think one of the ones that was pointed to was um, a Grizzlies podcast and maybe a few other that were mentioned. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm surprised Jaron Jackson got what he got compared to Mikhail. That made Mikhail's deal look even better than it already was. Um, And I had, you know, when I had written about it, I predicted somewhere in 90 to 100 million dollar range. I would have been fine with paying him a hundred million over four years. So getting him for ninety is really good value. Man, Jaron Jackson did well for himself. He did. He did. And <laughs> they got campaign's gotta fire his agent. Campaign, campaign is the one who should be upset about <laughs> Landry Shamick's deal. Yeah. Campaign, campaign got oh, yeah. oh, hold on a second. Yes. A million percent. Campaign had the perspective of 
I've had to play in China. I've had to play in the G League. I'm going to take what I could get, and, and I'm just going to go out there and Cam continue. His agent doesn't need that perspective. Campaign <laughs> balled out in the playoffs last year. So, yeah, I agree with Gerald. Like, if I'm looking at that, I'm like, what the? Yeah. What? <laughs> Maybe DA should hire Jaron Jackson's uh, agent. and Or and Landry Schmetz. <laughs> what did Landry Schmetz do to get 40 mil? He, like, I know that's a like, like a good deal. Yeah, he's a he's good, good player, player, but 40 mil, 10 mil a year? That's not that bad. Oh, it's pretty good. <laughs> I'm still shocked the Suns got campaign for six mil before Shamit's deal or any of these other yeah. deals came out. Yeah. That was stupid value. But Mikhail, Mikhail, I think, is just saying, look, I I like what, what I'm a part of. I want to be a part of this, and I feel like this is good enough value for, for me. The, I don't, the problem with that thinking, though, is, and I, I would love to hear – we, we, we need to get like a former player on here to talk mm -hmm. about this perspective because the problem with that is is every time people talk about sacrificing for the team so we can keep everybody together, there's always going to be an owner, maybe, maybe this is the situation, maybe it isn't, that will take advantage of that so they don't have to pay you as much. Look, I've sacrificed – salary before to make sure that a team comes together. Why is he looking at me like this? I'm right? not, you're the GM. I'm just making this clear. So next nego Like I was no, like, Espo, this is what you need. No, but look, look I've, your figure. I've sacrificed money before to make sure that the team's right. Because there's something to be said for working in an environment and being in a place that you truly want to be in. And the money isn't always going to be the the most important thing and when you're ta i'm talking tens of thousands of dollars they're talking millions which mm -hmm. makes it even less important because if i'm making you know 90 million instead of 100 million i'm still okay yeah. like there's not like that, that you're gonna be all right okay? I, I get what you're saying i do trust me i get what you're saying i do but i just think you know like let's let's be real the 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 sons as an organization don't have the best reputation no. in terms of 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 these kind of things, right? And so when you're talking about the inner lockings of the team, like just the team, just the players and the coaches, I fully agree. Yeah, if it was just about that, then sacrificing to be a bar, part of that team is great. But I think there's a bigger picture here that we kind of ignore as well. And it just is, you know, it's something that has been repeated in the past. And we're just hoping that it's not going to repeat itself right now with D.A. I hope he gets paid in the future. I hope he balls out. And I hope he has the right frame of mind to do so. Mm -hmm. um, I think after this, I would expect him to just be like, all right, well, I'm done with that. I'm just going to play this season and see what happens. But the reason why I also would be a little disgruntled if I was D.A. is what if I get hurt? What if I get hurt this year and it's a significant injury and I got to come back, you know, like then I know they ain't going to pay me. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Then what? I, I got well, now they get to they get to lowball me even more because I didn't want to take the hometown discount. Like, oh, man, Well, that's that's his risk, though. He gambled by not taking what they offered him. That's part of the game. Yeah, it's true. true. But it also could honestly reverse psychology, like work in his favor if he got hurt. And the team falls to shit without him, yeah. then that makes yeah. his value look True. better. So it's 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 impossible to predict. I do think the Suns will get this taken care of, though. And I think 
it just sucks in the here and now and hopefully it's something he can mm-hmm. mentally get past i love that you went it's impossible to predict and then you predict it <laughs> I, I, I love you gerald <laughs> always got to cover my base <laughs> i hope that the number re- that was offered is is leaked at some point in time oh, just selfishly be. because i really want to know what was offered i guarantee it will i be. feel like it will add a lot of context to these conversations yeah um so i hope it does should have given him the DraftKings code <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what another killer deal is? Manscaped. It is. Espo, tell us about the killer deals from Manscaped. I cooked up something special for you guys. Hopefully it doesn't take five minutes. I'm I'm just going to say it. I've been inspired by Peters. Oh, Oh, no. Steve Peters, that is. a bad start. Petey's Manscaped reads on (laughs) PHNX Coyotes have been a stroke of, well, genius. All right. He paints a picture of smoothing the the playing surface in both whimsical and invigorating ways. And I just love when PD does it. It's proof that the Lawnmower 4.0 is the, is the Zamboni of the male grooming Zamboni. products. Well, I don't know much about high sticking. I do know a thing or two about taking to the hole, right? In basketball. <laughs> oh, no. And what PD and I both know is that whether you're on the hardwood or going five hole, <laughs> the best in male grooming is nice. Manscaped. And if you Five use the code PHNX, you're going to save 20% and get free shipping. That's PHNX at manscaped.com. Save 20% and get free shipping. No nicks, no cuts, no fuzzy nuts, as our friend Petey says from PHNX Coyotes. Petey cracks me up. He's, He's so funny. He's also, great. like, if you know Petey, you guys, like, that, it doesn't come. Like, that's it's out of left field. Uh, Espo feels short-changed I, I after feel that. Shorty. Right? <laughs> you Why? Why do you feel shorty? I love. I'm pretty sure Petey is hilarious. <laughs> you just stole his thing. How well? You want to be like, oh, Petey is terrible, and so are you for repeating no, it. Espo, I would like, like no. her to say, Espo was pretty funny in that. I'm glad he was inspired by Petey. Who's also funny? Oh my oh, gosh! Man. Somebody give this man his flowers. Espo, my bad. I didn't You're get really my bag. Funny in that. Thank, Thank you. you for using PD's inspiration <laughs> to bring that to there our we go. show. The Doctor Seuss of Manscaped ads. <laughs> the the Doctor Seuss of Manscaped. Oh ads. my gosh! Oh my gosh! I can't even imagine like when you get in a fight with your significant other, like what that <laughs> argument looks like because your response to Espo right there. Oh my gosh! That's like somebody telling somebody to calm down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, calm you know down, babe. Relax. Like, what? Calm that's what it is. Did I just have a like a brain aneurysm? Am I hearing? Okay, okay, good. Good. Okay. This has been a long show. All right. Well, guys, it has been a long show. It's been a good show. It's been a lot of good group therapy. I'm glad we were able to all get this out off our chest so we can move on because two more sleeps, and then Phoenix Suns basketball is yeah. back. And if if we need a group if we need a group therapy session after a game. We'll be here live for you. Yes. So, right after be, the game. Yes, we will be here on our PHNX Sports YouTube channel live right after the game wraps up Wednesday night. So come hang out with us. Hopefully it will be less somber and more of a celebration, which I have no wow. doubt that it will be. But They're playing the Nuggets C-Squad, so right. it better be. Yeah. So we'll be good. The so about to hang. yak all over you. De- DeAndre Ayton with a record six three-pointers for, for oh, his career. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here for <laughs> it. Six three-pointers and it took Booker like his whole career to get to seven. Oh, it's going to be great. So come hang out with us on Wednesday after the game and be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app before then. 
and sign up using the code PHNX. If you place a $5 bet on any NFL team winning and that team wins, you're going to get $200 in free bets instantly. So that means you can come play uh, some gambling with us <laughs> for the season on DraftKings. So do that. And we will see you on Wednesday. Tomorrow will be an audio-only episode. So check that out on all the streaming platforms. Bye. Ahoy, hoy.